I'm Amanda, and this is Not Your Granny's Quilt Show. Welcome to today's episode. We have a repeat guest. We've got Natalie of the Sparkly Sewist with us again today. I love her, and so I'm very excited that she's here again. Um, she's had some great new developments since the last time she was on. She's got a couple of patterns out. She's been adventuring into different kinds of sewing and long arming. And so I'm just so excited to share this conversation with you. And I hope you guys love it just as much as I did. Enjoy. Well, welcome back to the show, Natalie. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, of course. I just love I mean, I loved you back then, but uh, like a year later, <laughs> it's just gotten deeper, a deeper love. So I'm just so excited oh, about you. all the cool stuff you've got going on this last year and apparently have some surprises that you're going to share. So I'm very excited about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's start with your first pattern that you released. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. So at the end of last year, I was really excited um, for my business, like I was just really determined to have it start going even stronger next year. And the way that I really wanted to do that is to really focus on my fabric sales. So I started kind of experimenting with getting like a full case pack of bundles for collection versus just pre-cuts and a couple of bolts of fabric. And then the next thing that I really wanted to do was design patterns because I felt like that was kind of my my next step. And as you can probably imagine, fabric isn't cheap <laughs> um, <laughs> to continue to stock that. So um, I thought that that would be a fun way to really grow my business. Yeah, that's so exciting. <laughs> Yeah, so I started with my first pattern. It was called um, Flutter Stars. And that one did really well. And I feel like I learned a lot with that one with it being my first pattern. I had a lot of different testers. I had probably way too many. <laughs> I think I had around 30, which is crazy. Ooh, yeah, that's but a lot only, of I would say. I would say maybe 20 actually ended up participating. A lot of people who I reached out to for advice were like, get at least twice as many as you want because you'll be lucky if you get half. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was pretty lucky. The ones that I picked were really excited to participate. Um, so yeah, that went really well. And I actually had a lot of testers who loved doing it so much that they were like, if you release another one, like, please let me let me test. So it was really nice when I wanted to release my second one. I already had, um, I want to say three or four who were all set and ready to go. Um, but yeah, I sold a few. I didn't sell a ton <laughs> because <laughs> at the time that I released the pattern, I actually had a pretty huge and exciting career change. Um, so I didn't quite have the focus that I wanted, which in the end ended up being good because it was the career that I really wanted. So <laughs> it worked out for the best, but I, I still love the patterns that I released. And that first one, um, I, I had been thinking about it for months. Like I couldn't stop thinking about the design and I loved working on it. So it was really exciting. 
Yeah, it's so cute. And I was just like, thank you. <laughs> dying over the testers like that you shared and like they everybody's was so different, but it like mm-hmm. and they just take on their own life. And it was just so cool to see that. And like, you know, like of course I'm like, I want to make that too, but time. I don't have enough time. I, I need like 48 hours in one day. <laughs> yeah. And that first one that I did was a much more complicated not complicated pattern but much more time consuming as a lot of stars so it takes it takes a long time to make that one and that's why with my second one I was like okay I want like a really like kind of more complex one and then one for someone who's like I just want to make this in like a day or less Um, that one comes together really quickly Um, but yeah I loved seeing everyone with their different styles that they had and I think one of my favorites was her name is goody goody goods I think is how you say her name (laughs) hopefully I'm not butchering that but like she brought her her newborn baby home from the hospital on that quilt and I was just like oh that's so sweet that's so cute (laughs) how exciting so what's this career change is it something you can talk about or yeah so it's really exciting I haven't really gotten to talk about it anywhere yet and I really haven't announced it um but I I really didn't like the job that I was at full time. And so I had been working on my quilting business in hopes that that would turn into at least a part-time job or just a little bit more than what I was doing. So um, I got an email that where someone was looking for a quilter, preferably to be an assistant and help out. And that was Elizabeth from Quilters Candy and I applied and I was like there's no way I'm gonna get this like even if I just interview with her like I'd just be so excited to meet Elizabeth <laughs> let alone right. actually work for her um and yeah she interviewed me I had a second interview and I ended up getting the job and so I've been working there which has been crazy exciting it's definitely been a long journey to get there because I was working full-time so I had to kind of continue that for like the first two weeks or more so I was I was doing that and my full-time job and then as it transitioned I still kept um, one of the clients from that job Mm -hmm. Um, and I still have that client and then that that um, job they're kind of like a second client too. So it's almost like two clients. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's been a bit of a struggle to balance, but I think it's been awesome because with Quilters Candy, of course, it's not like full-time right away. We're kind of just slowly adding on to it as things come up. So it's really nice to have both. So if I don't have a lot of hours from one, I can kind of go to the other. It's it's been great, but I've gotten now to a point where I'm putting in a lot more hours with Elizabeth which has been awesome spending my day doing quilty things instead of being in an industry that just didn't fit me even a little bit (laughs) yeah that's so exciting and yeah like you get to completely focus on you know your passion of sewing and quilting and just that helping other quilters like that's so cool so what like do you have like an official job title or like just an assistant or her? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just assistant, but I mean, the rundown of what I do is I help with pretty much anything she needs help with. So a lot of keeping her organized and on track, she's got just a lot going on and I don't 
even remotely understand how she was doing it on her own before, um, especially with like the quilt pattern writing course. That's what I'm a big thing that I'm helping her with right now. And I'm just, I don't know how she possibly did all, <laughs> for all these years on her own. Um, so right now I'm working on the workbooks for that. Um, I do things with her social media. Um, I have a huge photography background, so taking pictures for some of the things, um, just helping her out with pretty much anything, the blog. Um, yeah, I mean, everything that you see that she does, you know, I'm kind of in there helping her with a lot of it. <laughs> Give your fingers in all those pies too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh man, that's so cool. Congratulations. Well, thank you. I'm like I'm proud of you for swinging for the fences and just going for it. Cause I think like my favorite thing, and I've said it a couple of times in the last few episodes, but just like that, I like audacity of a white man, just like go in there, ask for what you want. And like, especially when you're, if it's in the industry that you want to be in or with people that you want to work with, like the worst you can hear is no. And like, then it's just like, okay, what's next? But you heard yes, and that's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, and it was crazy because when I saw the job description, I was just like, wow, like this, like if I wanted to write my own job description, this would be it. And I never in a million years would have thought that something existed like that without me creating it myself because I have a, you know, creative photography and marketing background. So I'd been working with clients on like, their social media, their websites, even things like memberships. So it was like every single thing I was doing at that job was the exact same thing that she needed, but in quilting instead of the industry that made zero sense for me to be in. Yeah. So it, it worked out perfect. That's so cool. And cool that you can kind of balance the two, you know, hanging out to that one client and then working with her and, and building yourself mm -hmm. up that way that's really cool so cool yeah it, it it worked out so well like I said it, I just got lucky too that the place where I was working let me kind of stay on part-time so yeah that's really cool and so do you feel like you still have the same amount of time for like quilting and sewing or do you feel like you have more now or is it just you know, um <laughs> I would say it's almost it, it depends on the day I feel like there have been some days where I feel like I get a little bit more and then there's other days where it gets really busy and I have a little bit less because the client that I do have sometimes their needs are more some weeks than other weeks um so I wouldn't say I really have more time <laughs> unfortunately but it's just nice to be in the quilty world during the day um and seeing, you know, seeing what's going on and making that a part of my job has just been amazing. Yeah, because like before you were saying you'd have to like do it in between stuff or like wait till you were done working. And so now you don't have to do that, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, and I think the other thing that's nice is that we're hoping that it eventually becomes a full-time role. And I think that that will be really nice for me because then when I do have free time, kind of make whatever I want to make whereas right now being a fabric shop it's really hard because I feel obligated to make things with the fabric as soon as it hits my store because I need to sell it right um and that can like sometimes I love it because I 
I'm really into what's coming in. And then there's other times where I'm like, well, I've been wanting to make this quilt with this fabric that I've had forever, but because it all sold and I kept like, you know, one bundle for myself, like I don't want to work on that. And now it's like, I can sew with whatever brands and things I want and not constantly feel bad that I'm not pushing my own products, if that makes sense. Yep. No, for sure. Cause it's like, you obviously want people to see that you're making things with the stuff you're trying to sell to give them ideas or like exactly push that out there in your you know curated quilty world but yeah now now if you don't have to focus on that so much then you can just do whatever the heck you want and I'm here for that Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm in that boat where I I'm not getting to really make what I want to make just because we're so busy but I mean I think I could if I wanted to just be thing all the time or selling all the time but like when I go home yeah, I want to be able to like do other stuff yeah 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 I remember you were sharing your like Christmas quilt that your mom like finished for you and I was like yeah. oh, that's so sweet but also like it's so sad that like you get so busy with client work that you can't even finish like the one little thing that you really wanted to make for yourself but oh that was so yeah. sweet of her it was super sweet and it still like tears me up sometimes if I think about it too much but like but yeah I think you're right it was kind of like bittersweet like so grateful that she was willing to do that for me because she saw how much I was like trying to get everything done and with having that part-time job at the quilt shop for a while like I'm done now so I'm like back on my own bullshit but like (laughs) um but then also I was like really sad that like oh my god I can't believe I don't even have time for myself that I couldn't even just long arm a quilt and that's like I'm so fast at it now because I've done it a million bazillion times that like mm-hmm. it takes nothing for me to like load a quilt and get it going except that like I literally had no time to myself when I was working there so like and it was my own fault it wasn't like oh this person's a, you know she was mm-hmm. working me no like I agreed I set it up I was like forcing myself to try to handle this this schedule that was like self-imposed and anyway because you were doing custom quilts long arming and the quilt shop and of course like your podcasts and things too yeah so yeah I that's yeah that's crazy yeah. to me I'm just like I'm exhausted as it is I can't imagine doing all that but yeah. I think that there's a lot of people in this industry that do just a crazy amount of stuff and a part of me like wants to like a part of me is like instead of relaxing like I should work on that quilt or I should sew this or I should sew that then the other part of me is just like I just need an hour (laughs) right well like yeah that's definitely something I struggle with because I still desperately want a handmade part of my business like I I I think about it all the time like I think about it way too much but the reality of it, it's just, I don't think it's there at this moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, how much time do I have and how much of it am I willing to sacrifice like versus spending time with my husband or going and doing family mm-hmm. stuff or giving time to spend with my friends? Like, and you know, sometimes we'll have sewing days with my friends and that's fine, but it's like, I don't know sometimes I'm just like I don't want to I just want to like sit here and just be in the moment and 
not be trying to get a project done while I'm also trying to hang out with my friends and like give them my attention. Cause if I'm cutting fabric, I can't talk to anybody. I can't listen. Like I can't do anything. I have to just focus. And same thing with like building, building a quilt. Like I need dedicated time. I don't know. It's I've been trying to figure out that balance too. So it's kind of, and I, and because like, I think a lot of times I talk to people like you, like you're, you're sewing crafting spaces in your home and mine's not so like I also yeah that makes a huge difference mm -hmm. I'm like I have to be at my parents house or I have to be at my friend's house or I have to not have Airbnb guests and be willing to take over my entire living room (laughs) to and then take it all down when I'm done like I think there's just some different barriers there but and some I'm just not willing to deal with at the moment but because I literally like two weekends ago was my last weekend at the quilt shop we left like four days later for my brother's wedding in South Carolina which was last this last weekend and then yeah we're just now we're home so it's like I haven't really had time to absorb that like I don't have that same schedule anymore so Mm -hmm. anyway enough about me (laughs) (laughs) well I wanted to ask you too are you doing more custom quilting or more long arming or is it kind of a mix like even mix of both um it's a pretty even mix like we have a pretty steady base of of long arm clients who just bring us stuff all the time and we're getting you know recommendations and getting newer names and stuff all the time but um but I mean I guess the majority of our business is the the custom quilting through it you know through our Etsy shop and people just or even locally we've had like a handful of local people find us um and bring us their stuff you know like at any given point we have like at least four or five custom quilts like in the queue like we just keep getting new ones all the time and so yeah I don't know it's it's hard to say I guess like yeah the majority I think is custom quilts if I really think about it and we we do like I said have pretty consistent long arming but but the majority of our time and attention is the custom quilts so but that includes long arming so <laughs> kind of right yeah that's a whole package <laughs> yeah yeah so it's it's been so great though like I'm really enjoying it and you know we've just it's just gotten better and better over the last year so I think we're finding our finding our rhythm and just like figuring stuff out and I think working at the quilt shop kind of gave me a different appreciation for just my perspective on things and allowed me some space to think about some stuff but while also making me go oh wait I like I get to decide these things you know like reminder I don't have to work for someone else not that it was bad I feel like that I'm not trying to say that was that like just I feel like working in a quilt shop would just be a totally different experience than yeah. being at home and making a custom quilt and long arming on your own time yeah and that was like the owner she was like I I feel like you're gonna miss the freedom and I was like I'm fine like I'm I can work hard and like and I think that's one thing that kind of made it hard for me to like accept that I needed to quit was like my work ethic is so strong and I will work my ass off wherever I'm at and like Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I should be putting in the same work ethic and not that I wasn't, but like, I can put this same effort in towards my business and, you know, still find balance for the, 
for the podcast and still give myself a weekend so I can spend some time with my husband and like it was just because I was gone all the time like for those eight months it was like I was either here at my parents house or I was at the quilt shop and then on Sundays I was like busting out my podcast episodes and because that was the only time I had for it and I'm like this is not this isn't gonna work (laughs) yeah that's a lot and you've had a lot of crazy exciting guests on which is awesome Mm -hmm. yeah so that's like another thing is this has been getting like I've been getting so much busier and getting a lot more interviews and not having to like fill in the space with my own self which is nice (laughs) be like oh what am I what's my solo episode gonna be this time like hmm sure people can only handle me rambling about my life for so long before they're like and we're gonna do something else now (laughs) no both are good I think it's I think it's fun to hear from both perspectives oh thanks (laughs) that's so cool so are you gonna are you gonna be able to keep your shop while working with with Elizabeth Elizabeth thank you she definitely has you know said that that's you know she wants me to keep my shop and keep doing things as I have been I just for me personally um now that I've kind of done my experimenting with okay here's how I do selling pre-cuts here's how I do selling bolts and like do I want to keep investing that and I feel like I'm starting to hit a point where I don't really think I do um I don't know if I'd ever like close it because I just I really love having it like I I really love packing orders and we talked about last time too how like my post office is like right there so I just it's such a nice break during the day to get those orders um but it it's it's a big expense and time commitment and investment to always be putting money into fabric so I mean I still have things ordered for the remainder of the year so (laughs) um so I will definitely be you know still have my shop and be selling things but I definitely have seen it really slow down um this past big order that I did with the bolts and bolts of fabric I haven't had many orders like it's been pretty surprising actually and I've had big sales like right now I have a lot of fabric that's 40 percent off and I've gotten like one order (laughs) Oh no. So, so I also think that right now is just that time of the year too, where it's kind of like you said, people want to do other things. Like we've all been in our sewing rooms and yeah. it's been cold, it's been snowy. Like we had one week of like 80 degree weather and now it's been back to kind of being cold. Like mm-hmm. we're maybe in the 50s, 60s now, but I feel like it's starting to get to that point where you do it doesn't even matter if it's that cold you're just gonna start to go out and do stuff because events are happening now so usually during this time of the year I usually do get a pretty decent decline in sales because Mm. of that but also depends on fabric lines I just had a Halloween one hit the shelves that was all pre-cuts and it sold out within like a week so oh no (laughs) so you're like I don't know (laughs) I was I was sad about that one too because I really wanted someone I didn't get it. But but I I mean I'm not gonna complain. I'm happy 
for the business right. side of things when it works out that way. Um, so I don't know, it's, it's been really, really hit or miss with what's been doing good and what hasn't. Mm-hmm. And I think the way that I would want to expand it to is to have more brands. And that's kind of why I was saying I'm kind of happy to not continue with it because of the fact that like, I want to be using rifle paper, paper fabrics or art gallery fabrics. And like, there's so many lines that I feel like I'm missing out on because of the, you know, what I'm carrying, which is fine. Like there's lots that I I'm carrying that I love and wouldn't have it any other way. But I also, like I said, it's like, you see other people using other stuff and you're like, I just want to get that, but I don't want to pay that when I'm trying to sell this in my shop. So I think it will be a different change of pace, but yeah, I mean, there'll still be stuff coming, but (laughs) there's lots of deals right now. If you're looking for a family, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, and that's, I think it's hard too, because it's easy to not easy because it's it is like you said an investment but I think it can be easier Mm -hmm. to like set up e-commerce from your home and then there's like all these little niche like fabric sellers and so then it's kind of like okay who do you buy from like are people carrying what you want and there's like just so many but mm, okay we're we're gonna we're gonna post a campaign about getting your fabric <laughs> so you can make room um, for the new stuff <laughs> right right that's always that's always the problem I have the shelving behind me I have like a huge cutting table that holds just a crazy amount of bolts of fabric and a whole closet full and I have more stuff coming in the fall and I'm like okay I need to really keep selling stuff or I have no idea it's going to be like in my bedroom in the bed with me if I <laughs> <laughs> you're like honey you have the couch I'll sleep with the fabric (laughs) pretty much (laughs) oh man wow yeah but then yeah I mean I'll definitely have my patterns you know I've got my um my doll patterns I still have those and those still do really well um people love making doll clothes it's been hard because my daughter hasn't been into dolls as much lately. <laughs> I'm hoping that she'll she'll get back into it because um, I feel like that was a fun phase. Yeah. 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 Well, my niece is still like obsessed with the outfits I got her yeah. for her doll, and she's That's just awesome. like, oh, "Guess what? I put my doll in." And she's she just turned ten, and she still plays with it. So that's good. That's great. Like, she loved it and she was just like oh these are so cute I feel like do you think I could get more I was like I don't know we'll see <laughs> but she just I'm always happy to make more <laughs> yeah well and I think too like you can get away with such little amounts of fabric that if you've got cute scraps yeah. around then you know there it's a great way to to kind of use up some of that really cute fabric that you're just hanging on to and don't know what to do with it's like oh, that tiny square is perfect for like the triangle of a little triangle bralette for a doll. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the great cool. scrap buster or fat, any fat quarter bundles you're laying around. Perfect for that. Yeah. So cool. I need to make more dolls that match quilts. I thought of that, like after I released my patterns, I was like, oh, that would have been so cute if I would have, uh, like for the release, if I would have had like the dolls and their little matching outfits with the quilts yeah but you know there's so many so many things that you just don't have time for you know in in another universe I'm doing that yeah Yeah. I know you're like 
Natalie in a, in a different dimension doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But you still could, I think. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It might be a fun way to bundle something for, like, the holidays or, you know, I don't know. That's a cute idea. There you go. I like here that. I'm just here to help. <laughs> can, you also, can you also make the quilt and the dog? <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> Why not? Oh man, that would be so cute though. Mm, I like it. I don't like to work on that. Let's workshop that. I need to do that for like Fiona for Christmas or something. Like have a little outfit with a, a quilt or something. I don't know. My yeah. kid has like 10 quilts. <laughs> okay. she needs. No, she needs all the quilts. We're like, my, I think my friend Jen has made her daughter like probably 10 if not more. I mean, they're shared among the household mostly, but she's a, she'll whip them out. She just makes, she likes to make a lot of patchwork quilts because they're simple, you know, she can whip up a quilt Mm -hmm. real quick, but just like a charm pack situation. So she's like, I made a new quilt. I'm like, what? (laughs) She's like, I just sewed squares together. Okay. That makes me feel better. (laughs) Sometimes that's the best quilt to make because it's just, it's just so simple. My daughter actually made one for our dog um she just did charm pack which was like the perfect like project especially for a kid who's starting out and she's only six um so she'd only do like a couple at a time because her attention span is very 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 short (laughs) as you can imagine Mm -hmm. but that was that was so sweet when she made him a little little quilt oh i know that's so cute i love we so i was my my youngest brother he just got married and they have two dogs and my mom had just like pulled a bunch of scraps of fabric that we had most of it was mine just gonna <laughs> um from like esoterra and then there was a bunch of ruby star from a like old mm. fat quarter bundle I had had and I used I used the bundle to make a wedding quilt for one of my besties and so my mom just like grabbed the scraps from that and we made or she made quilts for the doggies and it was funny because she like she like made the Ruby Star one that was supposed to be for Kinsey and then the Esoterra one was supposed to be for Bo, but they swapped. Like <laughs> Bo wanted the Ruby Star and Kinsey wanted the Esoterra. So they're like That's they funny. So, like my mom gave them to him when they got out there last week and they like slept with them every single night and we're just like all about Aww. them. So it was really cute. I was like, oh, little babies. <laughs> I feel like that's been the thing because I got a puppy. How long have I had him? I feel like it was last fall that I got him. And anytime I set anything on the floor and it's usually quilt or quilt pieces, he would lay on it. So I got to a point where I had to like take one and fold it up and I kept it like here under my desk and he just goes straight to there. Like he doesn't even use the little doggy bed back there. He would just (laughs) go for the quilt every single time. You know, like Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the new, it's the new dog bed. Yeah. Honestly, like my besties who have dogs, they've made multiple quilts for their dogs because they just like loot out on them and like if we're laying mm-hmm. out quilts if we're like sewing at one of their houses the dogs will like just lay on the pieces and we're like well it's not ready to be tested for comfiness <laughs> yet but like, 
And like, I always get mad because I don't have a design wall. So I'll like lay yeah. down on the floor and then they'll come in and they'll just like roll around. And I'm like, oh. now I have no idea how I had it laid out and it was perfect. <laughs> I know. I like the other thing about sewing at my house is my cat, same thing. She'll like come through and then she'll just like <laughs> yeah. break out and then she'll like throw pieces everywhere. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> so it's fine. Do you yeah, do we? Do you have a machine at your house or, or is it literally just at your, your parents' house? I have like, I have my, my own sewing machine. Yeah. Like I have a machine. It's just okay. not always set up. So like it's in no, my, I get my that. Little, yeah. Yeah. My rolling case all the time. And so she's a traveling girl, but um, yeah, if I just want to sew, sometimes I'll just come over here because it's easier. <laughs> but yeah no I don't blame you if I if you have to put it away and take it out it's it's a lot of work I'd rather just roll up and start sewing I know and then I'm like I get it set up and then I'm like ugh. <laughs> you're tired. I don't want to do this you're tired anymore by the time you got it out <laughs> which is silly because it's not like it's a huge deal but it's like setting it up and getting all plugged in and making sure everything's like correct and then getting the ironing board out like I literally have to take over the entire like dining mm -hmm. living space and it's just like okay <laughs> it's fine like I mean I appreciate that I can when I need to or when I want to and um but like the Airbnb comes first so it's kind of like that has to stay priority and yeah. it's tough in between because sometimes you just don't know like sometimes like okay I've got two weeks like I could definitely get this thing done if I wanted to and but sometimes it's like one right after the other after the other so it's like we're just cleaning and then welcoming new guests and cleaning yeah. and welcoming <laughs> new guests and so anyway yeah I yeah I do have a machine <laughs> a little hundred dollar brother <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the one that's what I started out on I think it was even less than that like a $50 brother and I still use it from time to time and yeah it does the same thing that the you know $2,000 one does yeah no exactly and I think I talk I'm like oh, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna upgrade I'm gonna get a better machine and I'm like who who am I like why just so it can sit in a in a travel case most of the time and like <laughs> you know like my it works perfectly fine there's nothing wrong with it like it would just be such a waste of money for me to like personally upgrade my machine when like the business we have really nice Berninas I'm like we're looking to possibly get a nicer machine like for the business you know this summer and like I don't need to do that for myself like my business can buy one for me no <laughs> Well, and I have to ask, I know we were like talking about a million different things, so we're all over the place, but how has your care. husband's quilting journey been? I feel like he started he that and I was all excited. He didn't start it because he had this whole plan. I remember all your videos and I was like, oh, I'm excited to see where this goes. So he's just stopped. Yeah. So what happened was we like got everything started and we got like his fabric is cut. He just has to make oh, all the wow. half square okay. triangles. But he got into a master's program of counseling. Oh, okay. That's and I mean, so, that's, yeah, it takes a lot of time. That's fair. I mean, he, yeah, he absolutely could. I don't know. And I think that's the thing is like, 
to like set up recording and do all the things like it would take a lot I think of time where I mean I think we definitely could and I kind of want to push him to to do it towards the end of the summer because he actually has like three summer classes from next from this coming week until the beginning of July and so he's got like a lot crammed into that time but I'm like okay when you're done I kind of want to make him start sewing because we can do it at home like I have my machine at home he doesn't have to come here so we'll see I want to and I have all of his I like I took his fabric to my house like to our house so that we'd have it in case he was like okay yeah let's <laughs> like we can do it now so it's just easier to have it but yeah I really want him to finish his quilt because I really think he'll like it I don't think he'll like it enough to like continue doing it but <laughs> But no, yeah, that's fair. That's all that I can. You guys really do have a lot going on. I, I didn't realize he was in that too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he has like a five day break because he just finished his last final exam for this semester yesterday. And then, um, yeah, he starts class again on Wednesday. So he's oh, like, wow. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're busy people and I think he sometimes he's like god I, I'm just like I'm so lazy because I'm home I'm like you're home all the time but you're like you're studying you're reading you're writing papers like you're going to class you're not being lazy I just think it's hard because mm -hmm. it's like we both have always had like multiple jobs or like job and school and now that it's like we're able to let him focus on school full-time like it does feel weird because normally when he's been in school he's been working full-time also mm -hmm. so Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we we're kind of cracking up because I'm like, I think people, and this is just anecdotal, and I don't know anything because I'm not a professional, but I, it just seems like people I know that have like anxiety tend to be the ones that like pile on a lot of stuff. It's like they, we have to keep ourselves busy. Yeah, yeah, right. You're like, I'm here with you. Yeah, yeah that's so, me. <laughs> like, we we're just like talking about that how we both because it was like I mean I had a full mental breakdown about my you know how much I was working and feeling like I betrayed myself and like all this stuff and I was just like sobbing and I was like it's so hard to like accept that like I can have my business and that's enough like that's enough it's plenty busy you know my mom and I are finding ways to make it more beneficial to us like our time and all that and try to make somewhat of a living from it and like I'm working towards you know getting ways to be able to monetize with the podcast and I started my patreon and so anybody who joins uh the low the only tier I made it's like five bucks but you get a sticker like um I have one patron so far and I'm pretty feeling pretty <laughs> cool about it <laughs> Like, hey, one is better than none. I know. I was like, um, that was like with my quilt pattern sales. Like when I had one, I was like, yes, I got one. That's all that matters. I got one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I know. It's just that initial one. You're like, okay, I, I did it and I can do this. And like, oh, so exciting. But so are you selling your patterns just like digitally? Do you have physical patterns? Like that you'll mail just out, digitally or? like it like I said it kind of happened when 
when I was on my verge of a mental breakdown. <laughs> it was like that that point in time where it was like I just had way too many things going because it was trying to transition from one job to another but like still keeping one of the jobs and like it, it just mm-hmm. it was a lot and I think I think that's too why I was saying if my fabric shop kind of fizzles out a bit it's probably better for me <laughs> because <laughs> then I can just really concentrate on what I love doing and you know spend my work day working on quilty things with quilters candy and then in the evening, if I want to sew, I can. And if I don't want to, I don't have to. And just, yeah, try not to be so hard on myself because I feel like I'm similar to how you were, where it's just, I want to do all the things, but I know like I too have anxiety. I, like, I have pretty severe anxiety and I know that I just, I just put too many things on and I need to concentrate on just doing what I want because life's short and there's no point in doing it all but but I hear you though because I I have that mindset when I'm not doing it of like oh I'm missing out by not doing it. but you're missing right. out on other things by not being with your family or whatever it is that you need to just relax and do mm-hmm. yeah it's it's crazy like and I think you know I just it just makes me think like I can't imagine like getting to like 65 and being like oh I can finally retire and I can finally do the things I wanted to do and it's like why would I put myself through that (laughs) yeah I'm gonna do it now like (laughs) it's yeah it's just wild and I know not everybody has that opportunity so I'm like not trying to Mm -hmm. it's not coming from like a braggy place like I know I'm super like privileged to be able to do what I'm doing but at the same time like I have immense gratitude for it and I have immense gratitude for the fact that like I married somebody who is willing to like or who's interested in like building these little avenues of like passive income streams like obviously quilting's not passive but like the other things that we Mm -hmm. have so that we can do things like this so that he can get a master's degree so that I can have a quilting business with my mom and like step away from what we feel like we were supposed to do was the right thing you know it's like oh to be a good person I need to do xyz and it's like mm, that's not true but also like so yeah just the the gratitude for just the fact that like I get to do the thing I love all the time and I can say oh I never have time for myself but like I get to design that and create that because I'm the creator of my experience and you know, my mom's super flexible and it's easy for her to work whenever she wants because it's at her house, but I have to be mm-hmm. a little more deliberate and which is fine. I mean, I don't, they don't care when I come over or how long I stay, but I also am like, oh, I have my own home to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, just balancing all that, but it's, it's cool. It's crazy. But, mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully like, for you with working with Elizabeth, it's a little more conducive to like you filling your time how you choose. Yeah, I feel like I'm finally getting to that point where I'm really excited about it and just I still can't believe I got the job <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Um because like, yeah, like I said in the beginning, it was just kind of like chaotic trying to figure out like how am I going to balance this and having clients who were constantly like 
whoops, I posted this on social media. I don't know how to take it down or like, can you help me with this or help me with that? And I got to just, you know, put in training with the client that I am working with and kind of set some boundaries of, you know, I can check things at this time and this time throughout the day, but um, you can't interrupt me every 30 seconds (laughs) with, with a problem. And yeah, just the fact that I get to do quilty things majority of the day now is just it's it's amazing and yeah I'm very very thankful for the change and I've needed it and so I think within the next couple of weeks too as I like get into things even more it's gonna be even better so yeah that's awesome oh I was gonna ask you too about your fabric have you found it to be more I guess like what's the better in your opinion, like the better option for selling, is it, is it easier to sell like bolts, like from the bolt, or is it like better or more cost-effective to do the pre-cuts? Yeah, that's kind of what I experimented with this year, because last year I mainly just had pre-cuts and a couple of random bolts here and there, and this Mm -hmm. year I did, I did the thing where I was like, okay, I'm getting a whole case pack of bolts of like one whole collection and like more bolts of other things I think it really for me it's dependent on what it is so buying like the giant case pack of one line of fabric did not go over well at all Mm. (laughs) all of the pre-cuts that I sold from that sold right away Mm. um but the bolts of fabric it's like I said it's it's been very difficult for me to sell but then there's certain bolts of fabric where I go through it like water like stripes one eighth and one fourth stripes I sell that like crazy (laughs) because everyone wants that for their binding um Mm -hmm. dots like dots have done pretty well I've have a couple different like shape sizes and colors of dotted fabric by the bolt that does well and then I don't really have a lot as far as backing um because I think most people just buy that depending on the collection like they kind of want the the backing to match what they have so Mm -hmm. for me and my shop pre-cuts have been awesome fat cork bundles have been my biggest seller out of anything in my shop um followed by charm packs um that's another big one and I like those because they're super easy to ship (laughs) Because they're mm-hmm. small, I can even fit they're them tiny. in those like tiny, yeah, in the tiny little um, poly mailers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I never have sold layer cakes because they're the 10 inch square. So as far as shipping, those are really expensive because they're kind of an awkward size. Yeah. So I'm always surprised when I see people selling those. I'm like, how, like, are you just losing money every time you sell it? Because I personally have never found a way to ship those. Um but yeah, I mean, that's been my biggest is the charm packs and the bundles. Um, as far as, like I said, like the bolts of fabric, it just kind of has depended on what it is. The only one that's really done well is the stripes and then like white and off white sell like crazy because everyone wants that for their back of their quilt. Yeah, right. And then I did also carry a little bit of garment fabric last um I think spring spring time I want to say and that like blew off the shelves I feel like a lot of people like making like kind of like the Ogden camis usually like most people's go-to mm-hmm. with like the really lightweight um rayon chalice 
-hmm. So I sold, I gotten a couple bolts of that because I wanted to make a couple for myself. And I, I think I made like one because everything sold super fast. And unfortunately though, they're, they're not, um, Riley Blake isn't bringing back any of their, their Ran chalice. So I know I was kind of sad about that because that was one like kind of random thing that I threw in, but I feel like a lot of quilters like to make like a quick, like simple style garment at least give it a try at some point. Um, so I thought that would be a fun thing to have, but yeah, that, it was, I mean, it flew off the shelves. Um, you just, I just feel like you just never know, kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. That's like one thing that kind of like, always makes me nervous. People are like, oh, mm-hmm. you should start carrying fabric. I'm like, mm, should I though? Like, I don't really know what it's like. And then, yeah, seeing how it was working at the quilt shop versus, you know, when she can have hundreds and hundreds of bolts and then watch like a collection just like not sell. I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. that's a lot of money to just be sitting there doing yeah. nothing. <laughs> and even if it's fabric that like you love or, you know, lots of people love, it's like, you're not always guaranteed to just like sell it so fast. And I would kind of think, yeah, that pre-cuts would be the first thing to go because mm-hmm. people have like not, I love pre-cuts because I don't want to cut fabric. Like I hate cutting yardage exactly. so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if I can get a fat quarter and cut pieces out of that, like I'd rather do that than have like, you know, three yards of fabric that I have to cut pieces out of because it's just so annoying to deal with. But Yeah. And I also like think about it in the ways that I shop too. And I feel like a lot of times I'll just grab the bundle or um, like get a bunch of half yards because it's just, it's just easier. And I'm like most quilt patterns that will work. And I, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not very good at following quilt patterns to a T or like getting the correct amount of fabric. I'm just like, well, I think I have enough. I'll make it work. Yeah. Um, So, and I feel like a lot of quilters kind of have that mindset too of like well I'll just make it to whatever size these blocks comes out to and call it a day <laughs> yeah. so I I mean I wasn't I'm not surprised that pre-cuts do the best and yeah for me too it was in the beginning space until my husband like built me things to <laughs> um, store stuff with pre-cuts were easy because you could just kind of stack them in a shelf um, or I'll put them in tubs too even and then put mm-hmm. those on a shelf and kind of have them categorized and those you kind of put anywhere um, whereas bolts of fabric they're you know they're big you have to keep them clean you have to keep them out of the sun so mm-hmm. yeah I think there's a lot to think about but for anyone who wants to open a shop like my number one thing that I always say is just start with pre <laughs> just easy it's easier to package easier to ship it's just a lot easier to deal with and you can still make bundles because a lot of times what I'll do is I'll open a bunch of different ones and kind of mix and match and people really like to buy that too Mm -hmm. that's such a good idea and yeah if like you're really wanting to get into it it seems like that would probably be I don't know it was just like a curiosity I've had and I mean I'm not looking to sell mm-hmm. fabric anytime soon and we still have Minky obviously like 
all right here so I, just, like I pet it while I'm talking to people um I don't blame you I would too <laughs> it's like oh, this is so nice um but yeah that's like one thing that kind of has always been a little like in my head like fabric is expensive it's just gone up mm-hmm. in price ship I know shipping is expensive mm-hmm. I know how much it costs shipping for getting the minky and you know that's because it's heavy and the bolts are big and they have to come in these huge boxes and it always looks so crazy when it gets delivered but I don't know I love and I love pre-cuts I think a lot of, like I was saying a lot of people like pre-cuts because it's just like I can make a quick quilt out of this I don't have to like mm-hmm. you don't have to do anything crazy with it and it's fun to just kind of stockpile like I just I want to make sure to get this line of fabric but I don't know what yep. I'm gonna do with it yet and it's a way to exactly. just like collect that but I did see though, and this might be something you could even attempt on your own, but so at the, at the quilt shop where I was working, um, she wouldn't necessarily get a lot of like Ruby star bolts, which made me very sad. Also, it probably saved my paychecks because I would have bought everything, <laughs> Right. <laughs> but she'll, she will get pre-cuts and, um, the way that they do their layer cakes is that they're rolled into like a tube so they're like Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh that would that might be easier to ship than because like the other way with they're they're flat you know like you can't stick that in an envelope but I think with like the long tube you could stick it in a in a mailer that way but you could almost like take the cardboard off and roll it yourself and still wrap it with yeah I didn't even think about that like you could just rip it open yeah roll it up but yeah I yeah I think rifle paper does it that way too where it just kind of comes in a roll and yeah you could probably easily ship that compared to the flat (laughs) yeah no that's a that's a great idea but yeah I think having fabric could be it could be helpful for you too because with doing the custom quilts and things you know have getting it at wholesale and then also being able to sell it and put it into your quilts would be awesome but yeah you have to have a uh, storage commitment you know first you need this space and you know second of all and most important is you know the budget because yeah what you get might not be what your customers want and so you could at least do that with some of the basics but yeah yeah Yeah, we've talked about all depends on what you want to get into (laughs) Yeah, like I can't be that much to be able to like carry art gallery or, you know, like the brands we love that we can't really get a lot here in town. And I'm like, oh, I'd love to just carry art gallery solids. Like that alone, I think would be Mm -hmm. so cool. But at the same time, storage, like we literally have taken over so much space in this house. And I'm like, I feel bad because I'm like, listen, dad, you need to start going to work so that we can have your office. Like, (laughs) he's like, no. And art art gallery has the highest order minimum (laughs) there's this real high (laughs) but yeah yeah, they were definitely on my top list of like who I want to carry and then I saw the amount they had ordered and I went oh like first of all I can't afford that and second of all I I need I need another room yeah to carry to have that much yeah it's definitely something we waffle back and forth on but right now we're just gonna Mm -hmm. stick with Nikki and hopefully you know I mean we still use it all the time and especially with the custom quilts it's like a lot of people do want it on their quilts yeah we get to we get to use it quite frequently and 
it's just nice to have it around and you I know. need to do a winky back yet <laughs> it's a good time I think I said that last <laughs> time I was like I'm gonna give that a you try did. I swear but I haven't yet <laughs> well I have to reach out to you for some pointers <laughs> yeah it's honestly not too bad like I mean here's the thing though is I load it on a long arm instead of like having to baste it yeah and do like free motion quilting on a domestic style or tabletop style and so it is a little different but I think the key to it is just to not overstretch it because I think people want to pull it tight but you just have to like let it be what it is and then because otherwise it gets really crazy and it'll pull and then it shrinks back and then it like curls the edges if you're like if it's oh so kind kind of like if you're sewing with like jersey to like make a t-shirt or something I feel like I'd do the same thing yeah yeah it's really similar to that and it's kind of slick but you know if you pin it really well and baste it really well then it's fine I mean it's cozy I love it and I just yeah I can't get over it. I'm just like I want to use it on everything I don't I still I'm still obsessed <laughs> I still encourage everyone to use it I'm like oh have you put me in a quilt yet no okay well here here's your chance go for it get on top of it <laughs> but I don't know. you could start small and just make something little for the dogs I could yeah I mean I feel like it makes sense. My daughter, every time she has a quilt, she always puts like a super soft blanket, like in between her and the quilt. And I'm always mm -hmm. just like, oh, come on, you gotta just use the quilt. And then I'm like, I really need to learn how to use Minky because <laughs> that would that would solve that problem of her having like 20 blankets on the couch. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I mean, even winter, I'll stack two oh, yeah. quilts on top of myself. But then in the summer, it's just one minky quilt. So <laughs> it'll work. It's great. Uh, well, that's, I'm just like so excited for you right now. I'm Aww, thank you. <laughs> in a, like shock and awe that you're doing such a cool career change and like getting to work with somebody who's been like so integral in the quilting community and like given a lot of people the the confidence to like get in there and push their business farther and so like it's super fun to know that like you're in there doing all of it yeah. like helping her out and that's, like, she's so cool. yeah she's been just so amazing to work with because she just really puts everyone first like her members and her like her alum that take her course like everything is all about them and she just she puts everything into it she answers every question that anyone has and it's just I couldn't imagine working for anyone else like she's my top choice and I still can't believe <laughs> that I get to work for her so it's been awesome yeah oh that's so cool I just like I love that I love seeing like the community build itself up and like when we take each other under our wings and just like build something so cool with you know people who are fans but also like obviously you have you have what it takes to do what she what she's looking for and that's like a testament to you too and like your 
your background and your skills and like it's really cool that you get to merge all that together and make your like get the career that you've been wanting to make for yourself in the first (laughs) place like have the opportunity and who knows where it's gonna go you know like Mm -hmm. and I think just that idea that like you know how much work you put in and how much work it is for you to do your business and now you're seeing how much work she's put in and what she's doing for her business (laughs) when you combine forces it's like you can get like triple as much done you know because it's like Mm -hmm. okay one person can get that much done with an extra set of hands and a brain it's like you get that (laughs) much you know so much more yeah well so exciting so okay we're gonna push your fabric sales yes go, go buy, buy some fabric, fabric. <laughs> so they can make room for the new stuff coming in yeah <laughs> because you know we need that too and we're gonna keep buying your patterns because they're so cute and um <laughs> the second one you it's called fiona's rainbow Right? Yes, that one was inspired okay. by my daughter. She likes rainbow everything. So she even like picked the colors on like the cover quilt. And yeah, she she loved it. And as soon as it was done, she was like, mine. <laughs> You're like, okay. I was like, um, I need to like, you know, take a, some pictures. And she's like, nope, it's mine. <laughs> You're like, you can hold it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that well you know I think for her too like she's seeing she's getting to see that like you changing you know from something that wasn't necessarily making you happy to something that is like letting you incorporate all the things of your dreams and still kind of have your feet in both worlds as far as like helping clients and you know Mm -hmm. using your photography and marketing and but also building up the quilty community and that's like really cool I love when like kids get to see their parents do stuff like that because I think it it keeps breaking that mold of like you stay at the same job for 40 years you retire and then you die like (laughs) doesn't have to be that way kids (laughs) no she's been excited about it and like even the other day we didn't have uh, we didn't have power in the morning and I was like what am I gonna work on so I like brought some stuff out and some fabric and I was like okay I need to make a flat lay and she was like helping me like block the light and move things around and mm-hmm. I was always really involved like when my mom was working like she'd work at a bank and I'd just be you know I'd be there at night like sitting next to her doing my homework while she was working and mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's so good to get kids involved with that and even understand it at an early age because working is such a big part of everybody's lives like it has right. to be yeah like but it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be like a terrible thing so I think sometimes right we like yes yes watch our parents be miserable at work and they hate everything and they you know they spiral into this like unhappiness whereas like you know we're getting to model like the joyfulness that can come from doing what you love Mm -hmm. and like being okay with changing careers and being okay with fine-tuning and honing in on what really makes you happy and what what helps you feel like you're contributing something you know to society to make it better and like I mean we've always talked about everything with our boys and just been really open about everything and I I think for them it's it's opened that door to like be okay with trying stuff out like they're still so young it's like you've got so much time to try everything you want to try like don't 
mm-hmm. stick yourself in a box just because you feel like you're supposed to like all we want from you is to find your happiness and if that means going to college great if it means going and exploring something else great do that too like just do what like chase your passions because you never know when your time is up and like no yeah I, I agree and there's been so many like duos pop up like Sherry and Chelsea like I'm always like yes a mother-daughter duo and um what's the other one is it sewing out loud they haven't they haven't been on in a while because their daughter uh the one their daughter got cancer it's a sad story um I know that they'll they'll eventually be coming back she's in recovery but that was another like mother-daughter duo that was just so fun um but it's so neat when that happens yeah, so hopefully Fiona follows in your footsteps and some of it, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know. We <laughs> shall see. She's very, um, she's very different from us. She's very loud and outgoing and we're more quiet and creative workers. My, um, my husband and I, she's like complete opposite, which is, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a challenge, but it's, it's awesome have fun though and mm-hmm. like it's so fun to see your kids be the people that they are because like they are they're their own person from the time they're born and just to like watch them develop into like the person that they are going to be and just getting to be a supporting role in that is like so neat and mm-hmm. when they leave it's really hard but it's like really cool when you feel good about the person that they are being out in the world it's like such a good feeling but I don't know but maybe like, maybe she won't necessarily do exactly what you do, but she's at least got your example of like living what you believe in and like doing what you love and finding your own way to make that happen. And mm-hmm. so then, you know, she could take that and do whatever she's going to do with her, <laughs> her big personality and <laughs> yeah, be a people person. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I always love like your little your post of her when she's like sewn things or when she's helping you. She's so stinking cute. I'm just like, oh, so <laughs> oh thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and the doggies. When when you got Frank, I was like, I love him. <laughs> he's yeah, he's been a journey. I feel like he just has days where he's just the sweetest thing, and I just can't get enough of him, and he won't stop cuddling me. And then the next day, he's just like destroying everything and on a rampage (laughs) like he's he's been fun (laughs) um but yeah I can't imagine not having not having him um I know we quickly touched on anxiety but he's just Mm -hmm. he's always here and it's just so nice to have him by my side so yeah he's been Mm -hmm. a big part of everything yeah that's so cute and is his name from father of the bride okay, yeah good. I was like I don't know if I missed it or something but I was like I'm assuming that this is the case and I'm just gonna believe that, that that's true because that's yeah. what I would have done <laughs> no we had to be those annoying people with all the names that start with the same letter so we had to have another f so I was trying to think of names and I was like oh how hilarious would that be and then it just it just suited him <laughs> It's perfect. I'm just like, oh man, I hope this is true because that is the greatest. I love names like that. They're just kind of like 
like if you know you know and if you don't you're just like oh that's mm-hmm. okay you're like mm-hmm, I know <laughs> yeah yeah that's so fun well thank you for being on again and I'm so excited for your new journey and all thank the fun you. stuff you've got going on and we'll ship people over to you so they can <laughs> buy up your fabric and make space for the new and get their hands on your patterns because they're so cute and like you said you've got one that's a little more complex but then you've got the other one that's a little easier and yeah a little more fast friendly that can bust yeah. balls out and have cute little matchy clothes <laughs> and thank you for having me again yeah it's always great to catch up with you yeah same same well, hopefully we'll have you on again soon and get to talk about your how things are going with Quilters Candy and all that and see where your shop is at. But perfect. Okay, well, we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>